Hey, hey, it's Jenny, and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Power Hour, a podcast for current and aspiring podcast managers looking to grow their income and impact without working crazy hours. The podcast industry is booming and new podcasts are starting each and every day. So it is the best time to go all in as a podcast manager. Every week, we'll dive into a new topic that will help you navigate the ever-changing world of podcasting and get booked out as a podcast manager. So let's get into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. I don't know about you, but I am a total systems junkie. I love a good business tool that allows me to automate portions of my business and having streamlined systems and processes for myself and my team to follow. So if you're wanting to spruce up your systems this year and get really streamlined, then this episode is for you. So today we're chatting all about creating internal SOPs in your business, because if you ever want to hire on help in the future, you're going to need well-documented SOPs. So why not create them now as you go versus being overwhelmed and having to create them in the future when you're trying to hire someone on your team, which is already a stressful process as is because you're having to interview people and go through their applications and all that. And if you're trying to create your SOPs during that time, it just leads to burnout. Trust me, I've done it. (laughs) So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, Jenny, that's great, but what the heck is an SOP? Don't fret. I'm definitely starting with the basics. So let's get into it. So the abbreviation of SOP stands for standard operating procedure. So basically, it's a document that walks you through the steps to take for each element of your business. So you can have SOPs for onboarding a new client, onboarding a new team member, uploading a podcast episode to a podcast host, sending an email to your list, and so much more. The options are pretty much endless here. Like any type of situation in your business where you are doing multiple steps, letting people into a Facebook group, things like that, you're going to need an SOP. So just so many opportunities here. So SOPs are so beneficial when you're ready to bring someone onto your team and to support you in your business, because they can read the SOP and even watch videos walking through each step of the process. So that just eliminates a lot of back and forth on your part. So first I wanted to address why SOPs are important. So I'm going to give you three reasons. So it allows your new team member to feel comfortable in their new role, which is great because they are able to look at the written or video or both SOP and watch it if it's a video and just like figure out the steps it takes and then have that to guide them as they're working through each task on their list, which is so helpful. I think I'm a visual learner, so I like to have it written. And I also like to be able to see it on video. So that's why I do that kind of approach for my business. I do both video and written. You can do either, or you can just do written. You can just do video. I definitely recommend having written, but the video can be an added bonus, but I definitely think it's better to do both if you can, because that caters to the auditory learners, that caters to visual learners, and that caters to people who like to read. So Yeah. Another thing is it limits the time you need to be spending training your new team member and answering questions because unless the question that they have is not something outlined in your team handbook or your SOP or whatever, then yes, they might have questions, but I think it just kind of cuts down on that training time. It cuts down on 
the questions that they might have. Like I said, they probably will have some questions still because that's just natural, but it just eliminates all the back and forth and all the questions because if you don't have that, then you're going to have way more questions for sure. And then lastly, SOPs are important because it ensures that whoever is doing the work is going to do it right since your SOP highlights every little step that needs to happen for that task to be completed. So it's just, you're not paying someone to do something wrong and then have to fix it as long as they follow the SOP. So that is why SOPs are important. And now we're going to dive into what should be included in your SOP. So obviously every SOP is going to be slightly different because each task in your business is different and has a different process from start to finish, but there is a basic template you can follow. So if you want to grab my SOP template, you can head to jennysenison.com slash SOP. So that's J-E-N-N-Y-S-U-N-E-S-O-N.com slash SOP. Or you can click the link in the show notes to go ahead and grab that free SOP template so you can start working on creating your own SOPs and getting your business organized like today. So if you go grab that free template, you'll be able to create your first SOP in absolutely no time because you don't have to set up like the structure. It's just plugging and playing the different tasks for your business. All right. So now I want to dive into what are some like non-negotiables that every SOP should have. So there's seven steps that you need to do. So you need to have the prerequisite, the purpose, the policy, the party, the process, the procedure, and the probe. So we're going to go through each one of those starting with the prerequisite. So the prerequisite section is where you are outlined the information, knowledge, training, software, equipment, et cetera, required to implement this procedure. So for example, if your SLP is about onboarding a new team member, which is, that's a big one, you'll probably have more than one tool. So you would include for this SOP, you need Dubsado, you need Google Drive, whatever tools you use, you include those there. Just anything they absolutely need to know before starting the SOP so they can open all those things on their computer and get prepared that way. The next section is the purpose section. So in this section, you will describe the functional purpose of your SOP and what it will accomplish. So the goal and that kind of thing. So you're going to describe how the SOP is meaningful in the grand scheme of your business and what performing the duties included in this SOP really just contributes to the business long-term. Like what is, why are you, why is it necessary to do this task? So for example, if we're going back to the team onboarding one, the purpose is that you need to get a new team member in the door and you want to have a nice organized process. So that's why you're doing it because you are growing and you need support. So it can be pretty basic. The third section is the policy section. So in the policy section, you're going to describe the rules associated with performing the procedure and the parameters within the person performing the task must perform it. So for example, this must be performed on Mondays. This must be performed on Wednesdays, Fridays, whatever, just any parameters around this task really. So the final product must go live at a certain time, et cetera, just anything that needs to happen. So for example, if you're admitting people into a Facebook group, and this is something that should happen every day, you would say it must happen Monday through Friday by the end of the day or something like that. And yeah, it's pretty, it's basic as that just outlining when the task needs to be done, how often, 
if there's a certain time, etc. So that is the policy section. Hey friend, I just wanted to quickly interrupt this episode to share a little bit about my upcoming free summit, the Profitable Podcast Summit that's happening from February 7th to 11th. As a podcast manager, it's important to stay up to date with the podcast industry. So I highly recommend attending this free summit and soaking up all the information for your clients. If you want to sag your free ticket, you can head to jennysunnison.com slash summit and get your free ticket today. All right, let's get back into the episode. Next up, we have the party section. So in this section, this is where you'll include details on who will be responsible for managing and executing the SOP. So this could be two different people. The person managing it could be one person and and the person executing it could be a completely different person. It could be the same person, but just include this. So for example, if it was the onboarding a team member example, like we've been using, the person responsible for executing would be right now at recording, it would be me and the person responsible for managing would also be me. But in the future, if I had like a team manager an OBM or something, maybe they would be responsible for executing or managing. And then someone else would be responsible for the other piece. So that is going to vary depending on what task it is, who is already on your team. If no one, then it will both be you, but it's just nice to include that there. Step five is the process. So this section is a little bit more lengthy than the ones before it, but it will just give you a high level overview of the entire SOP. So this is where you'll create a skeleton of the SOP. So just like steps one through seven or however many steps that that task has to be complete from start to finish. And so you'll create the skeleton and then lay out the general big picture steps that must be taken to accomplish this task from start to finish. So for example, this is an SOP for publishing a weekly email campaign and convert kit. The process looks like this. So you'll have one login to convert kit Two, add content to the template three, format the text four, insert an image if applicable. Five, you send the test email, make sure it looks all good. Six, you get approval from whoever. And then seven, you schedule the email. So that's like the skeleton that you don't go into detail here. You just like here steps one through the end of however long it takes to make this task be complete. Number six is the procedure. And this is where the bulk of your SOP will go. So you're going to want to list out the different steps. In that last example, I went from that high level overview. So step one here, if we're going with that previous example would be log into ConvertKit. But this is where you want to identify activities or events that occur for the main process and provide a description. So step one, for example, log into ConvertKit. For this one, you wouldn't have any sub processes or subtasks, but say step two. So step two is add content to the template. So this might have some sub processes. So it would be like one, two, three, A, B, C, whatever you want to do. And just like, all right, add content to the template. You'd have something that they need to do under one, something they need to do under two, something they need to do under three. And then from here, you'll just continue with as many main steps and sub processes as needed to thoroughly outline the complete procedure of the SOP. So you can use screenshots here, video recordings. I highly recommend video recordings. And then also web links 
as needed, basically. And like I said, this is the bulk of the SOP. So this is where you'll probably spend the most time, but you want to make sure you're just like, even if it feels like a step you don't need to mention, mention it because if someone is new to the task, they're not going to know to do that step. Even if it's super obvious, they may not know. So definitely include it no matter what. And then lastly, we have the probe. So this is the follow-up that needs to happen to ensure that the procedure was carried out properly. So for example, you would be checking off the task in your project management tool. You notify team member that it's time for them to review. So for example, if it was show notes or something, one of my team members was writing show notes, it would say notify Jenny or the project manager, whoever that is, it's ready to be reviewed stuff like that. So anything that just needs to happen after the thing is complete, usually it's checking them off the project management tool. And sometimes you'll need to let someone know that they need to review in Slack or within your project management tool, whatever, just whatever steps you have in your process is going to differ for every person. And then that is it. But at the end, I also like to include a small section with who the SOP was created by. This could be me or a team member, depending on what it is, the date that it was created, and then also a space for a revision date because sometimes our processes change. We change systems maybe like completely, and then that needs to be updated. Or even if it's just a small, slight change, it needs to be documented even no matter what, even if it's a small change. So yeah, if you just listen to that whole breakdown and you're like, Jenny, how am I supposed to remember all of that? And you still haven't downloaded the template. You should definitely go ahead and do that now. So it is jennysunnison.com slash SOP. So that's J-E-N-N-Y-S-U-N-E-S-O-N.com slash SOP, or you can click the link in the show notes to download the template now. And it's going to make your life a heck of a lot easier because you're just going to be able to fill it out and go from there instead of trying to remember all the steps I just told you. And I have a fun pro tip for you guys. So next time you're going through the process of onboarding a new client or scheduling your social media posts in your social media scheduler or whatever other tasks that you're doing, record a Loom video, just walking through the process And this will just make it so much easier because then you can pull the steps directly from the Loom video into the SOP template or your own SOP template instead of trying to remember every little step of the process off the top of your head because it's probably not going to end well if you try to remember every step without actually walking through the process yourself. So makes it super easy. That is how pretty much all of my SOPs are created. They come from a video first and then they're turned into a text SOP. Just the easiest way, in my opinion, do it. You can do text first if you want to, but that is not my preferred way. I think it's just much easier to record the video first as you're doing the task. And plus that allows you to just do it as you can. So you're not sitting there thinking, oh no, I have a million SOPs I need to create. Am I going to need to take a couple of days to do this? No, just every time you do the process, just remember to open Loom or whatever video recording software you use and record the process. And then you don't have to worry about doing it all in one day or two days or three days. You can just do it as it happens. And yeah, so I really hope this was helpful and that you're ready to dive in and start creating your own SOPs for all aspects of your business. It's definitely not something you will be able to do all in one sitting, like I said. So don't let this process overwhelm you, but maybe set a goal of creating two to three new SOPs per month so that you're consistently working towards getting them all finished so that when you 
are ready to make your first or next hire. You're 150% ready to go on the back end and only have to worry about interviewing the candidates and finding the right fit for your business and not all the other things like SOP creation or trying to figure out how to onboard client, all of the different things that you'll be doing and learning at that point. So tell me, I'd love to know, do you have an SOP set up in your business already? If not, are you planning on making that one of your goals this year? If so, do you need to create more? Are you planning on sprucing that up a little bit? I would love to hear from you. Feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'm at jenny.sunnison. So that's J-E-N-N-Y dot S-U-N-E-S-O-N. Or you can even head to the Profitable Podcast Manager Society Facebook group and let us know there and we can all chat about it. I think that's even a more fun option if you're feeling like talking to a group instead of one-on-one. I will have a link to the group in the show notes for the episode, or you can just search in the Facebook search for the group. Just type in Profitable Podcast Manager Society in the search bar and it should come up. So yeah, I'd love to hear from you, whether that is in the Facebook group or on Instagram. Yeah. Until next time, friends. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at jenny.sunnison, J-E-N-N-Y dot S-U-N-E-S-O-N, or in the Profitable Podcast Manager Society Facebook group. And let me know your thoughts on today's episode because I love hearing from you. You can find all the links and resources in the show notes over at jennysunnison.com. Okay, that's all for now. I'll see you in the next episode.